And music was never about fame or making loads of money or the big house on the hill, you know. It was healing me. And that seemed to spread out to other people. Sort of realised that I have a role. I'd found my role in the tribe. In cinemas this week is Love Yourself Today, the concert film slash documentary from director Ross Killeen and singer-songwriter Damien Dempsey. It focuses on his gigs around Christmas time at Vicar Street. They've taken on this kind of legendary mythology around them. But the film is really about these three people who are fans of Damien's music but have all gone through some traumatic and some fairly horrific issues. There's a, a recovering addict called Nadia who has been in horrible abusive relationships had drink and drug issues there's a boxing coach Packy connors who has really bad anxiety and panic attacks it as you would when you hear what he's gone through in his life and then there's the kind of the older guy jonathan who is 20 years sober and going through you know his journey towards sobriety and the mental health issues that he's gone through and how he's focused on the kind of the positives in his life when really someone who's gone through what he's gone through very easy to to focus on the negatives and let yourself get down which is kind of a, a lot of what but what Damien's music is about and what the the concerts are about it's an odd thing to try to explain to somebody it's it I've been to one of these concerts and you know you go to a concert you jump up and down everyone has a good time there's something about this it's almost like a religious experience and I know it sounds ridiculous saying that but it does feel like something more to it it, it feels very cathartic it feels like a release you're seeing people from all these different walks of life you know people who would never interact with each other in any way shape or form all of a sudden you know hugging each other or you know crying together singing together dancing together and it, it it's something really really special now, I wasn't sure if Ross the director would be able to capture that in a film because we've all seen you know you, you look at somebody's Instagram stories from a concert and it's just you know everything just looks like chaos it's hard to capture a mood or a feeling especially in something like a concert where it's so easy to just focus on the songs on the music or on the performer she had a performer like uh, Damien Dempsey's case where he's not somebody where you would have a, a typical Damien Dempsey fan it's not not the popular if you're walking in you see like a placebo concert is on showing my age there you can kind of pick if you're going through town you can say okay I can tell by you know that group of people they're going to the placebo concert or Metallica or you know Justin Bieber again very topical references but you can kind of tell, okay, they're going to that. Whereas you wouldn't really know. There's no atypical Damien Dempsey fan. I think the, the crux of that is him himself because he's somebody who just has a, a warmth and a sincerity to him. And I think especially now when you see so many people kind of virtue signaling mental health to kind of you know, boost their own profile and they've no interest in actually helping other people. They're there to serve themselves. And from the, the the brief conversation I got to have and seeing him in the concerts as well, you can tell none of this is about him. You never hear him reference, this is a fantastic thing that I do. Even when he's singing his own songs, he's saying, well, the music's going through me. It's not really mine to own. It's it's everybody's to have. And I asked him, you know, straight out, which sounds like a ridiculous question. 
why do you want to help people? And he just gave just this brilliant, sincere answer to it. And it was kind of like, he didn't understand why other people wouldn't want to help others. And it just really came across very sincere. And I think Ross has captured that in the film because it's not an easy thing to do to get that without making him look like some sort of holier-than-thou kind of deity character. He's very little interaction in the film with the the actual people who are the subject of it. And I think it would have been so much easier to just have, you know, oh, here's the three people. They listen to Damien Dempsey's music. They go to the concerts. All of a sudden, you know, their life is fantastic. His music spoke to them and, and everything's great in the world. And I, I like that they didn't do that, that they really just showed, like, look, the struggle of this is 24-7, 365 days a year. It doesn't you know, stop just because we're fans of Damien Dempsey. It's just this is something that has they've clung on to and that has helped them on, on their journey as well. But it's far from the only thing that's helped them. And I like how they underplayed how much of a role he was in their life and even has very little interaction with them at all. So it's not as if he's become this kind of saviour to them as well. But just as, as a visual experience, like for taking all that out of it, it is a fantastic film. It's really, really well done. It's shot beautifully in black and white. And concert films are hard to do. We've seen things from like Rattle the Home and In Bed with Madonna, where it's various mixed results and, again, very topical references. But this really just... Sincerity is the, is the word I would come out of this film thing. And it's just... There, there's no badness to it at all. Everything on the message is just positivity. It's growth. And it's something that... Even if you're not... like I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of Damien Dempsey, but watching this like the first thing it'll come out ticket master i need to go to one of these gigs of course they're all sold out but seeing this in a cinema i imagine will be the next best thing and this says a lot of things somebody who isn't a particularly big fan of his music not a particularly big fan of, of concert movies in general that this was absolutely fantastic and it's genuinely one of the best films i've seen this year and i really hope it does well because i'll be honest if it was me on the outside looking in you see well i'm not really a fan of his no it's it's not about him it's not about the music it's about something more than that and again i know how kind of pretentious that sounds but it's one of those things that you if you go into it with an open mind you'll come over very glad of the experience and i can't recommend it enough and i was lucky enough to speak to the director and to damien himself about the film and without any further ado here's what they had to say i mean your concerts are known for this, this almost spiritual feel to them there's, there's a very unique atmosphere at them yeah. Ross, as a filmmaker, how conscious are you are, are trying to capture that? And Damien, for you, were you worried that that wouldn't come across on the film? Yeah, I was worried that I didn't think anyone could catch that vibration that that goes on in them shows. It would be very, very hard to ever capture that. Um, so I didn't hold out much hope that Ross could capture it. <laughs> <laughs> he showed me some earlier stuff he had done, you know, with documentaries, uh, 99 Problems about this ice cream man up my way, Pinky. And uh, becoming men, the youngest down around Sheriff Street, jumping into the canal and Liffy and all, and I just thought it's going to look deadly anyway. Yeah. You know, <laughs> both of them look really good, you know. But I never thought you could capture what goes on <laughs> in the shows, and somehow he has. So <laughs> amazing. And Ross, from your standpoint, obviously filming live concerts, there's as a filmmaker, you don't get a chance if you miss a moment to go and capture it again. Was there anything going into those concerts you were like, I need to capture these aspects of it beforehand? Well, we actually shot, uh, Damo does shows in the Ivy Gardens every summer. So we uh, we shot at the Ivy Gardens gig as a kind of a test run, if you like. So myself and Nari and the DLP, we went along and uh, kind of, I, I had an idea because I did a lot of research. I went to the two previous uh, 
Christmas shows and I went to the two previous Ivy Garden shows as a punter and I was kind of watching the crowd and I kind of knew which songs people reacted to and you know which songs Damo was giving it socks for and not that he you know <laughs> doesn't give it socks but like I had a very strong idea of which songs were going to feature you know which songs were most um indicative of the story we were trying to tell I suppose you know and then narratively so um we knew which songs we were going to focus on and um you know basically um went along with that in mind and, and prepared for to be in the right positions um for for those moments you know and, and tried to be very subtle and invisible and not to interrupt the 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 natural um energy in the room you know because uh the, the main job of the film was to capture what goes on in that room and to capture it authentically to to really document it to show on it in a film what that feeling is that's in that room because it is special very special been to a lot of games in my life and you know i think what goes on in in between the four walls and vicar street at a demo show christmas is something magic you know I was straight away on Ticketmaster trying to find tickets to the concert because it really captured, like, it, it feels like a very inclusive thing and something you're definitely coming out of the film wanting to be a part of. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the three subjects in the film that you, you focus on, other than obviously than Damien, uh, Jonathan, Nadia, and Packy, how did you just, how did you decide they were going to be the ones who were going to choose a subject for the film? Um, again, um, well, what I said, the first thing with the film was to, um, captured the what goes on in the room. The second part of the film was to really turn the lens onto the fans and, and try and dig deep into the, the people who were there to try and understand what it is in these songs. Because uh, when I went to the gig as a punter, I'd be watching the crowd and I'm kind of thinking, why, why is this music? What's going on in their lives? That's what's happened to them in their lives that that uh, makes this music resonate so deeply with them, you know? So we wanted to find um, characters with at different stages of the journey as well, you know? Uh, we didn't want everyone having the same story, you know? So uh, I wanted someone who was kind of, had been through it and was looking back and was able to impart um, a wisdom. Um, so that was Jonathan, but um, I'll, I'll come to it. And then Nadia was, or sorry, Packy was someone who was kind of looking forward and then Nadia was someone we were literally filming her as she's going through it, you know. Um, it's very much present tense with her, you know. Um, so I went to Demo and I was like, look, these are the types of kind of stories we want to tell. Like, do you know anyone? Because obviously Damien knows his fans better than anyone. And he introduced me to Jonathan and to uh, Packy. And uh, and then Nadia, we 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 found ourselves through um, a lot of research, and you know we we got in touch with Ashley House, which is a rehabilitation center for women, and we went in there and explained to them kind of what we were trying to do with the film, and they liked it and introduced me to Nadia, and when I met Nadia, you know instantly just thought she'd be brilliant for 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 the film, and she was up for doing it, and yeah, that's that's how it all came to pass, you know. And something I really, really loved about the film is it's never judgmental or it's never expletive of those subjects and it never masks the, kind of the day-to-day difficulty they're going through. And one thing, it, it, they don't interact an awful lot with Damien in the film. And you would think that would be kind of 
not exploited it, but a way of doing that. Oh, how much Damien's music means to them. And that'd be a, a nice soundbite for the film. But you never leaned into that side of it. Was that a conscious decision from yourself and Damien, or was that ever a discussion that was on the table? I think when you're making a film, you have to uh, trust the viewer that they'll get it, you know, and like, you don't need to spell it out to them, you know, and I think that was really important. Like it's, it's to me, it's obvious just watching them at the gig, what the music means to them, you know, they don't need to say it, you know, and a lot of it is, you know, uh, show, don't tell, you know, um, and, and I worked very hard with uh I mean, we did ask them that question in the interview just to kind of have it, but it was never something that we seriously considered putting in because it would have just changed the, the film, I think, uh, uh, completely, you know. And then we did interview a lot of the fans outside. And uh, I worked with Mick Mann, who's a brilliant editor, you know, and uh, he was like, don't put that in, don't put that in. <laughs> But we interviewed so many fans. They're saying so much amazing, you know, so many beautiful things as to why they go. And we had this back and forth for ages, and, and eventually Mick won, and he was right. You know, uh, it was just nice. You don't need to hear people say it. You're just watching it, and you're, you know, you're using your own brain to kind of, uh, you know, to take all that in. You know, you don't need to be told. So yeah, you don't want the, the movie to be putting me up on a pedestal. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying, it's coming through me. And I'm sharing it with people, you know, it's, it's not like uh, the big ego. Oh, the, this artist is not as... It's just, uh, I'm just, it's coming from a good place, as Christy Moore says, you know. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you that. You, um, oh, you talk in the film about music being a great unifier, and you specifically mentioned house parties. And I just, I know from the last, you know, 15 years myself going to house parties, it's kind of, that's the yeah. kind of bit of demo you, you tend to get, no matter what cross-section they have in. Right, right. What's it like having your songs as part of, you know, the, the culture you grew up with, you know, the likes of Christy Moore, Ronnie Drew, Lou Kelly, and now, you know, Damien Dempsey is the one that people will be sticking on at the house parties. Ah, uh, it's on bus. It's great, you know, it's on bus. I know I'm on the right path, you know, and when I can help people through life with the music, you know, I help myself as well, you know, the songs help me as well as the other people, so it's, I know I'm on the right path and, it's just an incredible uh, gift we have, music, you know, it's just, it's just, you see what it does, like, what them shows, like, what it does for people. It just, uh, I say this, uh, you have to focus, when you're singing, you have to focus, you have to, so it's meditative, you know, you have to remember the next line and try and stay in time and early the key. So, 1,500 people meditating together <laughs> creates an incredible frequency, a, a, a vibration, and it's, it's, it's very, uh, it's, it's, it's spiritual, you know, it's, 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 uh, People's uh, souls dance, you know. It's uh, it's magical, it really is. And just on that as well, um, Ross, there's Damien's music appeals to like this wide cross section of people. As someone who, you know, I assume you were a fan initially, and then working with uh, Damien through the film, what do you think? What is that appeal that he has that you know other artists don't have? Well, it's funny. I like I wasn't a fan. Not that I wasn't a fan. I was aware of Damien, but I wasn't like hey, <laughs> I always loved the demo. <laughs> but no, I was never, I was never like a, I was never a, a hardcore fan, you know. I was aware of demo, but like I, I hadn't been to the gig. And then it was only when I went to the gig that I was like, oh my God, this is like, and in terms of, I, and this is another thing about the film that um, was important because when I went to the gig first, my, um, it was only when I was going through, stuff like my mom was very sick you know and uh i was kind of not in a good place and uh a friend said he should go and see demo you know 
and you make make you feel better, you know. And I went along, and my wife was pregnant, and uh, we sat in Vicker Street uh, to the to the as you're looking at the stage to the right, you know. So sat there, and uh, I spent the whole gig looking at the crowd, looking at demo, looking at the crowd, looking at demo, and like there was a kind of they were at one or something. That's you know, like demo was enjoying the gig as much as anyone in the crowd and the crowd were singing it back to him and then he was singing to them and there was just this two-way thing going on that was really special to me i've been to a lot of gigs huge music fan but i like really it was something unique that i that i saw that night you know and and when when demo played chris and stevie you know in the middle and you know that had a very profound effect on me just i was just uncontrollably just started crying you know and the tears were rolling down and it was um and i needed it you know i needed to let that out and it, that, that was something i was just carrying around with me and uh and i left it there in vicar street that night you know and then he brought everyone back up and love yourself today at the end i just walked out of the gig feeling amazing you know and i think that's what's special about demo that other artists don't have is I don't know. I just believed everything. When I was looking at Damo, I believed every... When he sings these songs, you believe that he's experienced this, uh, what he's singing about, and, and that he really believes in what he's singing about. And there's uh, honesty and um, a rawness to it that appeals to people, you know? And what was brilliant about the gig as well is, like, it's all relative to so some people are there at the gig and they've been to the depths of hell or whatever, you know, uh, in their lives. And then there's other people who've broken up with their girlfriend or whatever. And, you know, they, every, people can be listening to that song, you know, and interpret it, interpreting it in whatever way, you know, and it's all relative to, to, to people. And it's a, a kind of a safe space for everyone to just let that out, you know. And I thought that was um, incredible to, to be amongst that, you know, and to feel part of that. And just on that point as well, you're saying about letting out, I mean, you spoke about these concerts being very, and performing in general, being very therapeutic for you. The last 18 months, obviously, there's a huge disconnect between friends, family and work and your performances. What have you used in that time to like, kind of get that release that you would have gotten from performing? Uh, oh, that's, a, that's a very dangerous question to ask how you're getting your release. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be walking up over hotel and having a swim in the sea and... Um, doing mushrooms and uh, <laughs> um, writing, you know, writing songs and uh, writing a one-man show for the Abbey Theatre and just uh, trying to be very grateful for, you know, what I do, you know. Haven't come back to the boxing yet, then, no? Uh, we're doing a bit of boxing training, yeah, me brothers, you know, at the back. Yeah, I've been, I've been asked to extend an invite to you to drive in a boxing club now as well. <laughs> I got, I got me, uh, my septum was uh, over here, so I got an operation, put it back. Yeah. No, but your man said, don't be taking any more blows to the head. Cause, you know, Too pretty for boxing now. <laughs> I think I've taken enough, to be honest with you. <laughs> I've taken a lot, <laughs> a lot of blows to the head. So uh, now I think I'll, I'll, I'll leave after Spartan. Sorry, this, this passion of yours to kind of to help people. Where does that come from? Like, it might sound like a silly question, but what is it? Why do you want to help people? Yeah, I suppose if you can, if you have the power to, you know, it's, it's just, uh, 
it's putting some positivity out there and you know it makes you feel good yourself and you feel uh I don't know like you like I'm making a bit of a difference I suppose you know Ross Damien I absolutely love the film thanks so much for speaking today really appreciate your time best of luck nice 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 n